0: Hey guys, just really quick before we get started, I want you guys to come and join me on Draft, the Draft app and online playdraft.com slash eatsleepfantasy. Uh, basically, you just download the app anytime and just search in you you know you know your app store and find a game in minutes. Games are starting all the time. It's kind of like your tr- uh, traditional DFS, except uh, you know you have the snake drafts, and basically you just set it and forget it for the whole week. So for a limited time now, all new players in the app, uh, you can use promo code Eat Sleep Fantasy, and you get a uh, free, uh, f- basically a free game. So there's really no risk. Try it out. Um, again, promo code Eat Sleep Fantasy. So basically, the best part about it is you play for cold hard cash drafts start from just a buck so there's really uh you know a draft for everyone here there's no salary caps you play like i mentioned you play in real snake drafts just like you would when you drafted just a week or two ago and you can play with your friends get followers and by the way i'm going to start uh, inviting our followers to play me so if you are on the app or if you know if you haven't downloaded it and follow me esf dale uh, all no spaces just e f e s f dale and uh and then i'm gonna go ahead and uh invite you and i think we're gonna do some cool games later in the season uh, i have a uh, fantasy jocks championship ring that i think we're gonna do something cool with i haven't really decided exactly what we're gonna do but uh i'm excited about it so again go to either playdraft.com slash eat sleep fantasy or download the app and the promo code is eatsleepfantasy. so
1: yeah
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. Today, I am your one and only host. Uh, Christian is evacuating. Uh, He's driving somewhere on the interstate, driving north to get out of uh, Hurricane Irma's way. Armando is actually, I I don't know what Armando is doing, but uh, so you're stuck with me. But we do have some cool stuff going on. We're going to do kind of like a, I don't know, like around the league type. Uh, episode today we got some good audio from our writers and uh from christian uh he's touting himself because he had cream hunt the highest among all fantasy pros experts so i'm sure we're gonna hear about that for weeks uh besides that uh you guys can always follow us if you don't know by now eat sleep fantasy on twitter instagram facebook i think we're eat sleep ff on facebook uh, on uh twitter But everything else is Eat Sleep Fantasy. And don't forget, you can follow us on Anchor now, too. It's an app. Uh, I think it's on iOS and Android. Uh, We will be putting out episodes in between podcasts. So if you want to hear more of us and our writers, we open it up to our writers, too, because they always have some good insight uh, to the games and some good reactions. So follow us on Anchor if you want to hear stuff in between the podcast uh, releases. Besides that, uh, I, I'm gonna go into uh, just a recap of last night's game. I'm sure by the time everybody's listened to this, if you're serious about fantasy football you'll at least know what was what went on last night. Kansas City beat New England 27 to 42 or I guess Kansas City beat New England 42 to 27. A couple of things I want to take away. Obviously, we know Kareem Hunt is a beast. I'm expecting that. I'm expecting a top 12 performance out of him week to week from now until the end of the season. I don't think that's a surprise. Tyreek Hill, uh, he did his thing. It's it's pretty obvious that he is the anchor of that entire offense 133 yards last night on seven receptions and a touchdown. Uh, Some of the things that I do want to bring up Mike Gillisley, a lot of questions about Mike Gillisley this morning on Twitter. He had 15 yards. Uh, I'm sorry, 45 yards for 15 carries and three touchdowns. We all know that those three touchdowns aren't sustainable, but I think he could be pretty solid for the rest of the year. I'm not expecting three touchdowns every game, but he only had three yards per carry. And that's a little surprising because throughout his career, he's been a little bit better than that. But on the flip side, that's just exactly what the uh, Patriots want him to be. A short yardage guy, uh, red zone type player. So, uh, I would expect more, you know, one or two touchdown games and 50 yards. So if you're going to bet that he's going to get those touchdowns, he's going to pay off. And uh, if you're not, you know, then you might be stuck with 50 yards and nothing, to, just depending on, you know, what the game plan calls for. So that's up to you. Uh, he's going to fluctuate week to week depending on matchups for me. If I think he's going to be able to get into the red zone often and on the goal line often. Chris Hogan kind of disappointed a lot of people. Three carries. I'm sorry. Well, Chris Hogan did have three carries, but he only had one catch for eight yards. I'm expecting a lot more from Chris Hogan. I think yesterday was just a slow day for him. Uh, He ran deep a few times. I think he was passed uh, two more times than anybody else on the Patriots, uh, 15 yards plus, I believe it was. So I I think he's going to bounce back, keep a hold of him. Rex Burkhead as well. He... Felt like he was in the game a lot, but then looking at stat line, just three carries for fifteen yards, and I think he had uh one reception for eight yards. So I don't really know what to do about Rex Burkhead. I'd say just keep him keep both these guys another week or two. Don't don't overreact here. Cream Hunt, I already talked about him, he's awesome. Alex Smith, uh thirty-five passing attempts, three hundred and sixty-eight yards, four touchdowns, super aggressive yesterday. I'm really curious to know if this is gonna be a trend for Alex Smith, maybe you know, he's more. He's just going to play more aggressive this year. We don't know. I'm really anxious to see how that's going to pan out. Uh, depending on matchups, I'm okay with starting Alex Smith as long as you're confident that he's going to be this aggressive. He, I think he knew the New England Patriots were going to play him like he was a dink and dunk passer, and he, he was more aggressive. He had a couple deep passes, and and uh, he had a QBR of 90.4 <laughs> and a QB rating of 148. So almost as good as you can get. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. Not bad. So uh, I'm going to go in, and like I said, I want to do this around the horn thing, uh, around the league. I don't know what you want to call it, but we have uh, some good insight from our writers. The first guy I'm going to go to is John. Uh, John put some good stuff on Anchor, and I'm just going to go ahead and play it here. And I want to hear your guys' reactions later on if you want to hit us up on Twitter or email contact. I'm sorry. uh, It's contact at eatsleepfantasy.com. We just got a new one. So take take a listen to what John has to say.
2: All right, we got to talk about it. It's a huge game last night for my man, rookie running back out of Toledo, picked in the third round for the Kansas City Chiefs, Kareem Hunt. The boy absolutely balled out and put up historic numbers versus the Patriots, which nobody saw. And he has accomplished a feat that has not been done in over 10 years in the NFL. Uh, That feat is rushing over 140 yards, having over 90 receiving yards for a running back, and three touchdowns. It has not been done. The last person to do it, guess who? Chris Johnson, at the age of 23, um, he did it in 2009. Uh, he had 197 yards and 87 receiving yards. But that's it. That's the list. It does not go beyond that. This boy absolutely balled out. And if you are wanting to look at where you want to rank Kareem Punt for the rest of the year, and you can say this is a huge overreaction. I don't care. I have him number four overall running back for the rest of the season. So you, wh- who I'm putting ahead of him, have David Johnson, 1, Le'Veon Bell, 2, LaShawn McCoy, 3, and then Kareem Hunt, 4. Um, he is up there. I got him ahead of people like Melvin Gordon, Devontae Freeman, Jay Ajayi, DeMarco Murray, all of those people. I have a number 4, and here's why. His talent is great. It's not elite. It is great. But the situation that he is in with zero, again, zero competition for running back snaps. He got about 60% in the snaps last night in his first game ever. But also, you have to realize who is quarterback in the offensive system. Allie Smith owns the nine (laughs) games for the shortest depth of target in NFL history. Now, last night he aired it out some, but he's a check-down magnet. He's going to continue to throw the ball consistently short to Kareem Hunt. So. And you have to put on top of that Andy Reid. He knows how to use these guys that are versatile and will dominate this year. So, again, I've got him number four overall. Do not sell high on this guy unless you are getting an absolute beast. I'm talking Lashawn McCrory, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Odell Beckham, Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, and that is it. Nobody else in the list. Do not swap them out for anybody else besides those guys. Anyway, this is John Chapman with another episode from Eat Sleep Fantasy. All right, that's Enjoy good insight
0: day. from John. I, I really like his opinions. I, I really value his opinions. He really knows his stuff. Um, pretty bold prediction that, uh you know, Kareem Hunt is going to be the top four guy for the season, but, you know, he shows that he has talent. So uh, why not? Uh, it, is, it is bold, I think, but it's not crazy. Uh, next, I guess we will take it over to Jared. Jared has some good stuff to say, too, some good bold predictions.
3: What's going on, guys? It's Jared with Eat Sleep Fantasy. I'm just going to run you through my bold predictions for Sunday's slate of games. In bold prediction number one, I've got Sterling Shepard will finish as a top 20 receiver this week. With Odell Beckham more than likely not playing this Sunday, it's going to be up to Brandon Marshall, Sterling Shepard, and Evan Ingram to soak up all the targets and produce from that wide receiver's core. This is a game where the slot will probably be heavily featured as it's a rival game between the Giants and the Cowboys, so I could easily see Shepard getting about 10 targets, and with that kind of volume, his upside is sky-high, making him a worthy flex play for the week. My bold prediction number two, I've got Brian Hoyer in a juicy matchup against the Carolina Panthers, where he will finish as a top-10 quarterback this week. Hoyer is a gunslinger. I mean, he's done that his whole career. Every time he comes in, he's slinging the ball around. And this Carolina D has allowed 268 passing yards a game last year in 2016. In a high-scoring game like this with struggling defense, a shootout is possible, if not likely. This makes Hoyer a great value play for those streaming the quarterbacks and for those playing DFS. If you're in the DFS, I am heavily, heavily suggesting Hoyer and a Garcon stack this week has a great value to load up on other talent and other positions.
0: All right, good stuff from Jared. I do really like Hoyer and Garcon this week. Uh, I'll get to my bold predictions just right before I sign off, but I think he has some good stuff going on, um, especially this week against the Panthers, like, he's, like he mentioned. I guess the last guy we will talk to... Oh, no, I'm sorry, there's two more. Uh, Austin, he is our resident uh, daily fantasy guy. He has some good... Uh, some good lineups for you, some good lineup advice for DraftKings and FanDuel. So uh, take a listen to what he has to say.
4: All right, ESF Nation. Austin here with your DFS advice for Sunday, 10 September. For quarterbacks, I like Matt Ryan or Carson Palmer. I also like Cam Newton this week. My only concern is that shoulder. Uh, So I'm sticking with Ryan or Palmer at my quarterback position. Running back, I'm going Lev Bell, Todd Gurley, or David Johnson. For wide receiver, I'm looking at Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Crabtree, Sterling Shepard, or Martavis Bryant. At tight end, I'm punting and I'm going cheap. I'm going Charles Clay. Now, if you want to spend some money, look at Greg Olson and his matchup against Sam Fran. If you're playing on FanDuel and you need a kicker, I'm looking at Matt Bryant or Prater this week. And the defense of the week, I'm going Rams. Now. Here's my lineup for FanDuel. Um, I know it's chalk, but I'm playing it safe in week one, and I want to win that money. So for for cash games, my lineup is Palmer, Bell, Gurley, Bryant, Antonio Brown, Fitzgerald, Clay, Matt Bryant, and the Rams. As you can see, I stacked a lot of Pittsburgh players. I really like that stack for FanDuel and for cash games. If you're going to play tournament, Hey, I would do the single entry and uh, use this lineup at your own risk. Now for DraftKings, I definitely like the same stack, but you're going to have to find a couple cheap cheap guys in there. And I recommend either Robbie Anderson or Jermaine Curse. Um, you can also double tight end this week with Delaney Walker and Zacherts if you have to. All right, eat sleep nation. Let me know how you did this week. You can find me at ESF underscore DFS.
0: All right. Good stuff from Austin. We appreciate his help. He, he, uh, Austin is not only a writer and a really good DFS matchup guy, but he helps us immensely with, uh, with our website and, and he does a ton of stuff for us. So thank him for that. And I thank you for his contribution to the uh, DFS stuff. All right. Last but not least, I'm going to go ahead and send it over to Christian. Um, Of course, we all know he's going to talk probably 10 minutes about his Kareem Hunt prediction, which, got to give him credit, I guess. Um, But here he is.
5: Before I get started on my bold predictions, I do want to take 30 seconds out here and just suck on my own dick for my prediction of Kareem Hunt this week and my ranking of Kareem Hunt. If you notice on Fantasy Pros, if you go down the list of all the rankers that had him the highest this week. First name that might come up there is Mr. Christian Brito, yours truly. Just wanted to point that out. But I want to go ahead and get into some bold predictions for this week. We're going to start off with Devontae Freeman. I have him, not ranked this way, but this is just a bold prediction, as the top running back for this week. The Bears allowed 122 rushing yards a game last year. That game in particular between the Falcons and the Bears has one of the highest over-unders for the week. And so I think Devonta Freeman has a good shot at being the top running back of the week this week. Which brings me to the other team playing in that game and another bold prediction for you. And this is at the wide receiver position. Kevin White, I think, can be a top 20 wide receiver this week. The Falcons have not gotten over their woes in the secondary. And there's going to be plenty of points scored for the Bears. My only problem is trying to figure out who exactly that might be. And so my guess is Kevin White. At the tight end position, Colby Fleener is my dark horse to finish as a top five tight end this week. He was a little bit disappointing last year, but with Brandon Cooks gone, Willie Sneed suspended to start the season, I'm looking for Colby Fleener to have a productive week one. So my bold prediction is he'll be a top five tight end this week. Finally, I'll throw in, I believe Carlos Hyde has a real shot at being a top five running back this week, if solely just based on this is what he does every year to start the season week one.
0: All and, right. Uh, that's pretty Thank much you gonna Christian. Do it for me. Uh, so my bold predictions for the week, if you care to hear. Uh, I do like Brian Hoyer a lot in quarterback. He's very undervalued this week, like uh, Jared mentioned. He, you know, he has a great matchup against the Panthers. Most people have him ranked in the twenties. I too believe that he can be a top twelve quarterback ahead of guys like Paul, uh, Carson Palmer uh, playing at Detroit. I have a feeling he has a shot to, you know, surprise somebody and play better than maybe Derek Carr, or Big Ben. Big Ben has a really juicy matchup at Cleveland, by the way, but he is playing away, so who knows how he's going to play. Um so yeah Brian Hoyer is one of my uh bold predictions this week. I would say Brian Hoyer can easily amass 300 plus yards and a couple touchdowns. So he'll he'll be valuable for you. Uh CJ Anderson, I have him ranked right now 20th uh among running backs. He's playing uh actually the the Chargers are playing at Denver. I think the Chargers are going to have a tough time in this first game. C.J. Anderson is going to control the ball. It's Right now, it's his job to lose, and I think he's going to play it like that. I really like C.J. Anderson, not only for the year, but uh, for, this, for this game. I don't see a problem with him getting a touchdown and 125 rushing yards. So that, that's enough to put him in my top 12 for the week. Jordan Howard as well. I am putting Jordan Howard at number four this week. I have Bell, Johnson, McCoy, and then Howard. I just really like him playing uh, versus Atlanta this week. I think that I, I'm i not, I know Christian mentioned Kevin White. I'm not going to be as bold as you know uh, betting on the Bears passing game, but I do believe Jordan Howard is going to be able to control the ball a little bit and, and effectively run against this, this Atlanta Falcons defense. So Jordan Howard is my guy. I have him in several leagues, and I'm really excited about it. So maybe that has a little bit to do with my opinion on Jordan Howard. My wide receiver, no question about it. I know I've been talking about him all off season, but Ted Ginn Jr., he's playing at Minnesota. I think I think Ted Ginn's gonna have give people a lot of trouble. Um he's gonna be a deep ball guy without Willie Sneed there. Kobe Fleener, who knows if he's really into the offense. Yeah, I know Christian likes him. I'm not sold on him yet. I think Ted Ginn is going to be a great deep ball guy. It Wouldn't surprise me at all if he has a couple touchdowns and over 100 yards. I'm going to give you another wide receiver really quick, and that's Brandon Marshall. I think Brandon Marshall can also have a touchdown and 100-plus yards this week with or without Odell Beckham. I know if without Odell Beckham, I, I don't even think it becomes a bold prediction at that point, but with him, I still think he gets his. And I think they can coexist. I think Eli Manning can give them the ball. They don't really have a run game. Paul Perkins doesn't impress me. So why not? You know, why not have Eli throw forty-five times? So those are my bold predictions. Um, if you guys have any questions, I guess this is kind of a shorter episode, right? But that's okay. So if you guys have any questions, what is our email address? I can't. Uh, I think it's um, it's contact at I don't know if I said that before. But uh, contact at eatsleepfantasy.com. You could follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Anchor now. So we're doing all kinds of stuff. Again, we appreciate everybody listening. Sorry for the late podcast. I hope people who really want to hear it has had time to listen to it before Sunday's game. I hope you enjoyed the little clips. I don't know how often we're going to do that. Maybe Fridays we can kind of do like around the league type stuff. We haven't really figured that out yet. But if you guys have any suggestions on what you want to hear for Friday episodes, we'll get better and get it to you earlier. So, again, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you uh, Monday from Yeah.
1: Thanks. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat, nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Woo! Uh Eat, sleep, fantasy.